What's up everybody and welcome back to CT Time. My name is Aziza Red and as you may know, my producer Mr. McCall is here to join me when you all can't. Hey y'all. <laughs> but today's title is... Uh, we are royals, not peasants. We are royals, not pre peasants. Um, how Freaknik changed rape culture. Yay. Also, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. And shout out to all of our vets of every color. Because, I don't know, do we, do we come off a little racy here? No, we're black. I mean, we can't really do anything about, like, what else we know besides being black. For real. Do you feel like white people are allowed to publicly, you know, unite the way that we try to? Why not? Because it seems racist. <laughs> they're doing it for a good cause, and they're not actually pulling a race card. I mean, there might be a few times where they have to be like, hey, don't attack my brother. Like, you're going to attack him, you're going to attack me first. Sometimes they do that, and sometimes they get attacked even harder. Punch me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but um, today we are here to talk about a serious issue, um, rape culture in the black community. So I do remember growing up as a woman, of course, um, we would have to do things like fingertip drill or no spaghetti straps or just things like that in order to deter men from attacking us. Basically, you know, they try to make it seem like it's our fault when they're like describing like, oh, if you do that, then you're just asking for something, you know. And unfortunately, a lot of women during the Freaknik era were victims to asking for it and unfortunately when most of those women tried to seek prosecution not only was it them trying to seek this prosecution for men that they did not know the names of men that came from all around the country on top of that they had to explain what was happening and what they were doing when said attack happened on them and as ray pointed out a little bit earlier similar things do happen at other places like carnival spring break of course and just other places where women think we can be free. <laughs> you should be allowed to be free at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. Like if you're at some place where you're going to be twerking like crazy for a week straight or you're just <laughs> chilling on the beach and, you know, you're completely covered or you can even just be walking down the street. It doesn't matter. Do you think less of women that have their booties out? No. I feel like he has to say that. <laughs> I really don't. Like. I mean, if I lived in Miami, like, everybody's in a thong, so... Okay, so, <laughs> on the same coin, men say that they don't think less of women that are, you know, more provocative or show more skin, but then they also feel like African women and women in hijabs are just naturally, you know, more reserved, or they just won't think or say the same things as, you know, a woman that's more, I guess... I'm not going to say outgoing because that's not fair. <laughs> there are actual cultural celebrations in Africa where women are just literally topless, you know, doing uh, dances to their God and everything. You guys could only imagine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, it really happens. So, like, you know, having Freaknik, is, it shouldn't be any different. Like, you should still feel safe to be free in this particular spot. And unfortunately, it just wasn't when it happened. You know, that could be any other place, too. There's For those of you that, um, that don't know what we're talking about, Freaknik is, um, well, it originally started as almost like a class reunion at a small park with just the graduates of a local college. And they came back next year and it got bigger and they came back the next year and it got bigger and it got bigger. And the park was not sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> it was just literally uh, a table and 
under six benches there. And I guess that's why there were so many cars parked <laughs> because there was literally nowhere to sit in the park and there were just people gathering from college just wanted to meet up with each other, similar to a class reunion. But then the next year it got bigger and it got bigger and it got bigger. And when it got to almost eight to 10 years in, there are 50 year old men coming in and, and children and literally the whole city shutting down and the governor of Atlanta and the mayor of Atlanta recognizing this as something that's gonna happen. And um, black people felt like they were doing nothing different than what the spring breakers or white minorities people would be doing at a similar time, but they were doing it in a historically black place. So there was a responsibility to our black leaders to protect us the same way that those white people protect the <laughs> spring breakers <laughs> when they go down to Miami or Cabo or something for their spring break times and they run amok and then go back home like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever like happened. It was an, an actual whole DVD series about what just happened. Like Snoop Doggy another, Dog style. Another story. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, still, like when you think about it, like this was literally just a college party. How old were you in '97? I was like six, seven. Okay. <laughs> I'll be acting like Ray's old, but it's uh, funny. I was old. <laughs> By, by the time, like, you know, Freaknik was happening, I was watching a commercial that was about 10 minutes long about girls going wild uncensored. It was a uh, Saturday night, Raw, whatever, WWF Attitude Era. Wow. If y'all was there, y'all would know it. Like, 8, nine eight, o'clock at night, like, just, you're watching wrestling, and next thing you know, everybody's topless for a good 10 minutes. Yes. There are smiles around the studio. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm a young kid. I don't remember nothing like that. <laughs> Cable was super censored unless you had to pay for it. And that'll show up on the bill. And the bill was a book. And... <laughs> that, was TV. that wasn't even Cable. Oh, that happened on local TV. Yeah, that was like Channel 9. Raw Tatas. Yeah, just uncensored Tatas. <laughs> it was just uncensored. <laughs> it was like, okay. Cool. But, yeah, that's what happened, uh, you know, around that time, 97 for me. So um, I do recognize our feministic warriors out here literally taking the risk, freeing the nipple, um, going to trial, you know, standing up for themselves, being the first one to start paperwork and a paper trail on that touchy jerkwad at work. You feel me? Like you guys are really on the front lines and making change for the rest of us. So thank you to those women who, even though they felt like, no one was going to hear their voice or they weren't being respected or maybe they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and something bad happened. That's not their fault. People need to just have self-control within themselves. And without them, we probably wouldn't be able to walk the streets in our nothings and <laughs> in our lingeries outside and our, and our bustiers and booty shorts and, 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 and spaghetti straps in school. You know, thank you. For telling these men that they need to have self-control. I think yeah. at the end of the day, I don't think like a lot of women are actually just gonna walk out in their underwear like just for no reason. I mean, yeah, go I actually have an outfit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> at the end of the day, like maybe go to a club or something, but like just No, literally like the stuff well, you see how I look at nighttime. But uh, <laughs> but there there are women that do that in the daytime as well. You feel me? Or just be on their naked stuff, or you know, with the sexy red movement, and everybody want to be looking for the hoochie daddies and all that. Everybody's outside in bikinis these days. 
I kind of love that too. They said that Freaknik was giving swim party, but whatever. <laughs> um, do you feel like men have self control? Most men. I think enough men do. That that's a you know a hard number to say. Like most men, half men. It's just men who were raised right enough, or like men who understood that they made a mistake. Do you know any men? Okay, of course you don't want to recognize them as your best friends, or yeah, sometimes they are your cousins, your brothers, your uncles. Do you know any men that are predators? I don't know any actual predators. No, I know men that you know have been accused of being predators. Um, no, I don't. Um, I know they always say like you know uh, men know a lot of rapists. Sorry, women know a lot of rapists, but why don't men know? Them? Usually, half the time, when they know them, they beat them up. So, I couldn't tell you, like, personally, I, if I know any credit. We'll have to talk about this later, but I know at least, a few, like, three or four people that you know that are literally predators. And that's sad that you don't recognize them as predators. Well, they're predators. Or maybe you don't pay attention to that type of news. Oh, she's just lying or something like that. No, if, Bring ice to the barbecue. <laughs> you know, they're predators, like, shoot, like, let me know like, how they, what they did so I you know to disassociate with them mm. even still like like i said it's not like i asked them like hey did you do something with somebody forcefully one time did you mess with an underage woman or um i don't know if anybody is um a watcher of the series bmf have you seen bmf uh -huh. um it's about little meach but basically he's pretending to be his dad or whatever and um during the whole series it's around this type of time and this type of era um feel free if you guys have any questions or comments or concerns feel free to comment or call us in uh we'll answer the phone <laughs> well um during the series i believe um bmf Flint and Terry and all of them. Okay, well, they went to Freaknik. And basically, somebody in their crew was literally trying to rape a girl right over their car. You feel me? And then he had grabbed them and then I guess he had punched them like, we not on that. Da -da -da -da. We not on that. We got to move on. And then he was mad that they stopped him type stuff. But then they kept chilling with bro. Like, even though y'all stopped him, that doesn't mean that he doesn't, like, do that. Like, if you want to, like, fit, like, I feel like if you didn't got to the point where you're, like, just doing it at bars and snatching women and pulling them to the side or trying to overly coerce somebody, then you've been a predator, you know? I mean, yeah, and I did disassociate with one person who, like, was just, he wasn't coercing, but he was um, sexually assaulting somebody, so. So, okay, I asked you the question earlier. Well, he wasn't a predator, that was his only victim as far as i know what do you mean only victim one victim you are a predator you are an assaulter -er. he's an assaulter -er. I mean, <laughs> like i said but okay that doesn't make you a bad person for knowing of somebody that is like that did no, you feel like you couldn't like claim him no like like i said i don't know anybody that's like actually constantly in the action like you said predator like that means like you know they i feel they, like if same thing i feel like by the time somebody gets caught They've done it at least three or four times. I mean, they can That's get how I once, think. Though. Like, you know, you can do it one time with somebody and you, you, they can get pregnant. Like, does that make them like a baby maker? Like, for the rest of their life, they only did it one time in their life? How many times did he go in and out? <laughs> so, as long as like, that guy just does the action, like, he's just it's like... y'all fault! <laughs> but, no, for real, like, you know, even women, like, some women even claim themselves virgins, even though they have been raped and all that not trying to come at the um, the victims or anything like that. I'm just explaining, like, a lot of these women have gotten raped and now they have a child and they still never had sex a day in their life besides when they got raped. Like, are they still virgins or... You know? Unfortunately, no. That's just how things work. 
Okay, but like, you know, it's labels and all that other stuff, technicalities, unfortunately, you lost your virginity to rape. That doesn't make you, that doesn't mean it doesn't count. You just overcome and be better. But like, you know, are they continuous rape victims? Are they like, you know, victimers or something because they only got raped once in their life? Feel me? I feel like a person chooses how long they want to be a victim about something. You feel me? Like, just because I went through... I don't know, but that stuff does affect you. Even if you do feel healed or better. Or, um, the other day I was saying that I felt strong enough. And I cried in front of an audience. But uh, <laughs> I was saying that I felt strong enough to do this or to say that or just to tell a story from start to finish, you know? Just being strong enough to to speak out like I was just saying shout out to those women who were on the front lines doing all that stuff because they crawled so that we can wear lingerie during the daytime and sit at Denny's like there's nothing wrong okay because I'm gonna wear my see-through outfit and go to the gala I dare you to look down <laughs> I dare you to look down. <laughs> you said I'm gonna look down. <laughs> Looking and touching two different things. Okay, now, you can't stare. overlook. You I was me? about to say, completely stare is a whole different thing. Like, they walking up to you, they're okay. saying hi, and they're just looking. They're not even looking at your face. They're just, yeah, so. Or when, like, they be trying day? real hard. When they be trying real hard to fight, to fight looking down. Or they, oh, you catch them <laughs> looking up all the time. Looking up from there. <laughs> I mean, Look, that's not that, why I do that's it. That's a particular choice, you know, to even for a guy too. Like a guy just walking around shirtless and you know like he got like everything just sitting right. Like nobody ain't gonna But then the what begs the question, I'm wearing that stuff. Why am I wearing it and what am I asking for? Kinda, but you know, guys can't ask that question no more. You know, there's too much of the uh, misandry happening right now. So, like, a lot of guys are actually staying quiet about asking questions, whatever. They actually are avoiding more women who are dressing, uh, quote-unquote, provocative now because they don't even want to get the rape accusation on them. They don't want even just a girl to say he did something to me and he wasn't even 10 feet, you know, closer. Like, things are happening like that now. The girl's fully dressed, you know, but she's holding, clenching her purse, and the guy's just trying to walk past her to get to whatever destination he's going to. But next thing you know, there's a taser, there's a whistle, there's mace, all that on them. Mm. I'm big on self-control within men and stuff like that. And just mm, being able to stop. I don't care how hard it is. Stop. <laughs> Literally stop. I mean, he didn't even you know? do anything. Like He just <laughs> was trying to walk past or get to his destination. And the next thing you know, he's down on the ground. And he's mm. hearing all types of weird frequencies and everything. All because what story are there. you talking about? These are just a few stories that happened. Like these are just like a guy saving a girl from drowning, and now she's claiming rape on him, suing him for rape because he gave her uh, CPR and all the other such. There's men that have like you know actually just done compressions on women, but whatever reason, like they had to like rip their shirt just a bit so they can breathe, and the girl's like screaming rape. She's unconscious, of course, but like you know all the CPR actions, men aren't doing CPR no more because they got rape accusations on them. There's also guys that just won't talk to a girl because, I mean, especially sometimes in a club, but that's a different story because there are so many uh, countermeasures to when, like, a guy is being too nice. And I'm saying that sarcastically. Like, you know, a girl will ask for a certain drink, and next thing you know, a guy's getting dragged out the club. 
Watch out for creeps, y'all. Said I quit. <laughs> but I don't know. There, it definitely is a double-edged sword. I am team believe women and then read into it. But <laughs> but things are crazy because I don't know. Our stuff is on the inside and they're on the outside, so I can't stab you with my. C so <laughs> automatically, I'm, I'm not the predator. I'd have to literally go get something to rape you with, like. <laughs> I don't like. I mean, you can date. So, if somebody, to... if a woman literally goes through all that, oh, to date rape a guy. Yeah, girls date rape men. Like, Cardi but if he was, like, no, that's not what Cardi was doing. She was robbing them. You think she was just Get doing it drunk. to them for fun Get after? Getting them drunk and then like having them sleep with people that they weren't supposed to be sleeping with. You oh. know, like, oh, I'm gonna get you. That's not her date raping them. That's her that's being a, a whole scene. That's, no, that's not her date raping that's, them. That's, that's the whole scene. That's not her date raping them, is it? <laughs> okay, if Cardi B, okay, so if you think that you're finna like manipulate me and and pee in my mouth and do all types of nasty stuff to me, and then like we get drunk and I do the switcheroo and you end up doing it to my tranny friend, that's not date rape. You're you're already nasty. <laughs> I'm just talking about the girl gets to do drama. I shouldn't get the date rape charge. Is what I'm saying oh, my no. friend should. <laughs> okay, okay. What did Christine Maxwell get? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Epstein, his wife, the girl with the black hair, like Chris Jenner. Sorry, I Chris, I love you. I don't even know she died. <laughs> right? Did she fake die too? I don't know. We haven't heard about her in a while. Right. They said that they were sentencing her and then poof. I mean, but still, like, while, while I'm saying all this, still, women do need to be protected. Particularly. Like you said, like, your stuff on the inside, our stuff on the outside. There's a lot of internal damages that can happen to you guys. You guys can become infertile because some guys just don't know how to handle you or whatnot. Even, like, some girl, because, you know, there's lesbian rape that happens as well. Like, just girls just literally walking around the street. And then punch you in it. Yeah, just wearing a strap like, in their jeans, whatever. And next thing you know, you're getting dragged somewhere and you know, just toy come out and you're like, oh, shoot. I, just, I also don't think that happens that way. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> women on women rape is like, like really angry. Like they'll get like a broken branch and just shove it up there or I, something. I, I, oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't imagine anything. But that's how I imagine it. I don't think it's like with an actual ding dong. Like this, this is what I rape people with. Someone That's really traumatic. Someone was literally just telling me about some girl like around this city raped a girl with like a toy, you know, messed up her whole internals and everything. And she almost raped the person that told the story. Grabbed her by a neck like you will submit to me all this other stuff. You studs be going too far. That's why I'm happy I'm a stud. I'm going to just correct that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to correct all the wrongs that y'all doing. And I'm going to just treat these ladies right. Man. <laughs> like, mm -mm. Women still should be able to wear what they want. Bro, like, that. look, for me, I like... Do you feel like you and your body be on one accord about respecting women? Me and my body? Mm-hmm. Me and my... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every, every physical outfit, yeah. The lies. The lies are in his eyes. No? Okay. Using every physical ass to me. Listen, I have my urges. I have, you know, my wants, my desires, my fantasies. But okay, if you're telling, I'm saying, like, you know, 
because I guess that stuff, the thing, it kind of has his mind of its own, low key. I guess that's what y'all say. He's saying y'all can control it, but that's what y'all say. I mean, so, you can really <laughs> control like exactly like you know when it gets at attention, and then when it goes away, like you gotta actually. There's a lot of stuff connected to that. It could be just like a whole. So, do you necessarily feel disrespectful when it does its own thing? No, I don't feel disrespectful when it does its own thing. Like, literally, a guy can just get off from just relaxing. There are a bunch of guys that actually get off from being dominated. Do they actually want to be dominated? No, but at the same time, they can't help that they are just at attention at the moment. So, like, imagine a guy being. So, if I yell at one of my coworkers and they get hard, I shouldn't tell on them. I mean, that's literally up to you. Like. Now, literally just telling on him because you yelled at him and he just randomly got hard. Like, yeah, that's like what a whole are you doing? Thing. No, that's literally like, what do you mean? Because like he's standing there, he's taking like the fact that you're yelling at him, but he's not like acting on it. He's just like, okay. And he just so happens to be at attention. And you're just like, oh my gosh. You're like, no. Yeah, it's exactly that way. <laughs> See? Like, you know what I mean, man? Like legit just. He can't control that particular part. Like, the fact that, like, it really just got him going. That I still think that counts as something, something in the workplace. This, this I know they have about. a... This is how God's great. <laughs> like, next thing you know, you're a dude. He's all... No! Excited. And then you're like, well, since you're excited, I might as well take advantage of the situation. He is always trying to turn us into the predators. No, no. And try to find some random just, stories of a girl with a branch or something, you know? I have the actual audio story of a girl raping another girl. <laughs> like, actually, yeah. Yeah. I'm just explaining. He recorded you, sis. You're a mess. I said, hey, can I, can I play? Can it? you be a safe place? Oh, she she said you can play it. Yeah, see, run it. Listen, because I guess it's this one piece of evidence, but we know men are monsters. I'm sorry. I didn't say. <laughs> but, I didn't say none of that stuff. So the me. one piece of evidence that he has of another woman pretending to be a man being a monster. <laughs> Let's hear it. I guess. Excuse me. Um, touch your stuff. Okay. And it's crazy now that I, I'm speaking about this because this is like one of the reasons why I say now that I'm not lifestyle. I'm lifestyle friendly because for some reason people feel like they are entitled to have your body. Like you have no choice in the matter, and that's I just think that's why. I, like I've had um, a few situations. Um, but in this particular situation with this, this individual, which I don't even know how she attached herself to me, but I went to a party, it was a little kickback at somebody's house. Um, it was not, don't do no turn up type situation. I mean, like we're just drinking, smoking, you know what I'm saying? I guess eating in the kitchen, playing card games, you know what I'm saying? I'm with my friend. We off to the side, you know, people come in, we speaking, whatever. But as the, you know, night went on, Somehow, I found myself with this individual who's towering over me, um, telling me, this woman is telling me how she was going to dominate me. Now, mind you, yes, as a submissive, that is my kink. However, I am very selective with who I engage with, that's sexually or in a BDSM world. And this individual, first of all, you're not a dumb. You're not a dumb man. You're not, you know, any of that that I acknowledge. So why, I don't understand why she thought that she would have me in this manner. But she began to tell me how she 
had the right to me. And I'm looking at her like, no, that's not how this goes. She like, you're submissive, you know, and I'm the baby, so you got to get my way. And I'm telling her again, mm-hmm. I said, if you're a dom, a dominant, then you should know that's not how that works. And at this point, her hand is around my throat. Because she has me up against the wall. Has me pressed up against the wall, hand around my throat. And the most bullshit part of the situation is it was two individuals, males, to the left of me, watching this whole situation. I'm looking to them for help. Like, I'm, t- I'm telling this person, like, no. I said no. I don't know how many times. I'm explained, explained why my no was my no and, and the rules of engagement and everything. And then she continued to tell me. She man got a little, you know, irate at one point. Like, how dare you? In that moment, I'm like, oh, I may have to taste this bitch to get her up off of me. My friend is somewhere in the background. I don't know what the hell. I'm like, I'm like, the, the fact of the matter is that the two males and the other two individuals that I had, um, you know, situations with. They're so scared of this person. They're so scared of this person that they just left me in this moment. Somehow she got distracted because someone called her name or something. And that's how the she got about me. In that moment, I get my friend like, bitch, it's time to go. I'm not even about to comment on that situation. And I'm like, listen, she comes back, tells her, don't let her leave. I said, bitch, it's time to go. I don't understand in this world of kink, swinging, whatever, people get the facts misconstrued of how, you know, again, the rules of engagement, how these, how these things go. And women are no different from men. And maybe on some level, they may think they are, but they're not. A violation is a violation. And the craziest part of the situation is like a few weeks later, this individual went on to actually rape a woman, another woman, um, with a, a dildo cause her internal damage and everything and I'm I guess for the the grace of God her kids didn't lose their mother to the system because that was definitely an offense she should be in jail for I've gone on to hear more and more stuff that this individual has had a gun put on her put out on her because she swiped her hand down a crack of another well a male a male's ass while he was having sex Uh, yeah I don't this little world is crazy and it's just over the weekend, I, I said, listen to some stories. It's sad at this point, you have to bring weapons with you everywhere you go because some of these spaces are not safe. I don't mean to cut this queen off, and I do respect her, and I respect you for allowing her to platform or our platform in order to share her story. But um, do you believe in tolerance? Yeah. Do you feel like every time you give somebody something, they'll want more next time? That's usually how it goes from right, literally, like from 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 you giving them an inch and then they want more and then they want more and then they want something new and then they want to try something else. And then now all of a sudden they're a super freaky freak maniac that you can't control and don't like feel like satisfying. I mean, that's kind of part of like the lifestyle or the swing culture, the BDSM culture and all that. Uh, That's what this sounds like. I mean, yes and no, like for real, for the freak Nick part, 
that's somewhere similar to like the lifestyle thing happening with every single year you need a, a flyer outfit with shorter shorts and shinier bikinis to the point where they were literally walking around with scars up their ass cracks can i say ass crack <laughs> and booty cheeks spread open and all this extra shit. sorry in order to <laughs> in order to just to outdo last year and now all of a sudden you're a walking sex staple and you're upset with somebody touching on you even though you're pushing it to the next level but i also am a firm believer that women get dressed for women and men get dressed for men I'll like, my <laughs> well probably not you but <laughs> but um guys go out and they have on like a miri jeans and and different shirts and logos and babes and and all you see all night like when you were like a fly guy is other dudes compliment him like hey nice pants uh where'd you get the drip the jacket da, da, da. but it's hella boys that know what the other boy i don't know what type of pants he has on like i would love my man just to <laughs> nice levi's my guy like what just some nice straight legs you know like be clean like i don't care about stars on your butt you know like shiny stuff on your pants like i don't care about stuff like that like look clean be clean cut like smell nice let's go i do hear what you're saying but it's oh. same with women like most women most men don't really care about how much makeup we wear or or they would love us in a long sundress and a short sundress or or just to be present and smiling in their faces you feel me we get dressed for other women like <laughs> We want to be the flyest girl there, not because men care who's the flyest. Men probably just care about who's smiling and interested in them, and sometimes who has the biggest butt. They don't care about the outfits. I think it's a bit of both. I'll say it like this: like the guy will dress for a woman. Like when he actually wants to go somewhere where he wants to pick up a woman, he will dress for the woman. And when a girl wants to pick up, sorry, sorry, when she wants to go somewhere where she wants to be picked up by a dude, she'll dress up for a dude. She she might not actually say, "I'm not in every girl's head." I don't know what's actually going on like through the night, but like imagine like you are literally going to a club to get free drinks. Like you're dressing up for that. I want my boobs to look nice and it's not because I want to like jiggle them at the bar every 30 minutes for free things. I just I'm feel like I know. I feel like if my boobs, I I know how stuff works. Like, well, if you your free drink, I don't. Right? I don't need my boobs out for free drinks. I, I'm just like saying, I know how to get free drinks. <laughs> I'm just, if you didn't get your free drinks, would you feel pretty for the night? Yeah, I would still feel pretty because I did not got free drinks on the day where I was the baddest. Free drinks is literally about a good smile and looking friendly. Like, it's not about my outfit. It's not about how big my boobs are. It's not about me leaning over the bar. Now, all of a sudden, free drinks are coming. Free drinks come to people that know how to talk to people and who have good conversations. When I feel like talking to people, I drink free all night long. I <laughs> you come in, you say hi to your bartender, and then your bartender actually wants to talk to you. And then if your bartender actually likes you, then other people will start buying you drinks too. It's like the bartender sends the free drinks to you or something. I literally just <laughs> watched the Little Mermaid yesterday, the remake. It's not about boobs. No, I'm talking. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like thinking real hard. To, like women not having to say anything, just looking good, and then they get what they want. Literally, all they gotta do is. 
And then Please no spoilers. <laughs> no, that's that's like you know a lot of stories. That's Little Mermaid. That's uh you know Avengers, Iron Man. That's you know uh half of like Bring It On type. Like Gabrielle Union, she literally just looked at dude, looked him up and down. And all of a sudden, we say all this feministic stuff, but at the same time, I am upset when they redesign female characters to look more boyish. I can't stand that. Like, bro, put her boobs back on. Put her outfit back on. Give it, it was raunchy in the 70s. Give her her raunchy rock star outfit back. What is this flat chested She-Ra? I love new She-Ra. But, bro. <laughs> you talking about the cartoon She-Ra? Yeah. No. So, she was back then. She was 20-something. Back then? Yeah. This one's 12? Yeah. She's, that's when your rack comes. I don't know. She was on. <laughs> like a little girl on the new Netflix show. The old Shira, she was a fully. Do I not? And I'm the only one that sees other twelve-year-olds with. No, you I know, a lot just a little bit, you know. Thing. But like, we're not supposed to recognize that. That's why they drew. Boobs are strong. Okay. That's true. I mean, you can have boobs and be strong. You can have you can have weapons in them. I don't know. Like, can we can we bring back sexy female leads and not feel objectified about it? I'm tired of Velma getting uglier every movie. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't she wasn't the prettiest. She's getting uglier every she, movie. She wasn't the prettiest. Well, let's though. not make her the Brussels sprout symbol. symbol okay, because the last one, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't even watch it. And I'm not talking about Velma the cartoon. You talking about Daphne and Velma the movie? Yeah, I like that movie. I like that one. I um, refuse to watch it. it she looks like bad. a snapping turtle. <laughs> because if you watch it, Velma in that movie is like too focused on mystery solving, like the cartoon one. So point where like, yeah, it's visually represented that she doesn't care about being a girly girl and all that, as so compared to Daphne, who cares about. But it was the fact that underneath all that not caring, she was a baddie. I mean, there's a lot of movies about that, and they said stop making those movies. Like, not another teen movie. Another girl who didn't worry about her looks. All she worried about was grades and getting. You cannot worry about your looks and still be beautiful. But she was beautiful, you know. Like I'm not that, trying to call anybody ugly here. I'm just saying when that girl actually <laughs> but, bad, when that girl actually. You know, combed her hair backwards. They was like, oh, snap, you're actually, you know, they show girls like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've they done those movies, but they're like, it's cliche now to have like the girl who don't worry about herself actually be pretty when she just takes off her glasses and flow her hair around and stuff like that. They just need to do a better job at it, <laughs> at hiding it. <laughs> Even still, um, you know, like you were saying, like, it should be okay to dress private it also should be okay to just be just stanking <laughs> oh, gross but um i experienced <laughs> no because i experienced this a lot in being in this field and i always talk about it and i hate well i don't necessarily hate the way things panned out because look at me now but um i remember going to school for broadcasting and media management coming from working for my dad running the wire setting up stages doing all this graphing work and then all all I want to do is run wires. All I want to do is set up lights and stand there and run back and forth on the basketball court, holding a camera on my shoulder. And every time I come to work with my team, 
If I look a little cuter, my eyebrows are done. Next thing you know, I'm doing q and I'm holding a mic. I'm standing on the other side while my team is working hard. And I came to work hard too. Just because I'm a female, I'm outgoing, and I'm a tiny bit cute, that doesn't mean that I'm not here to work and that I don't have something up here as well. Or we see this all the time, like, <sighs> women, women, handsome men. Yeah. Like, yeah. As long as you like just lift up your shirt a little bit and they see a six pack, next thing you know, you're like working at the front line at Apricot. You just, you know, now you're, <laughs> just like now you're the hours. shirt guy, the, the topless guy. Yeah. But, um, we see this all the time. Women in the workforce, um, we say we can do it all. She's a mom. She's a doctor. She's the financial advisor. She is also the manager. She is also the supervisor. She is also the event coordinator. She is also this. She is also that. And guess what else? she wears heels to work how does she do all of this and they match she smells nice she managed to get her hair done you feel me like how are you accomplishing all this and then you still want a family you still want this you still want that that woman is superwoman so then when they undervalue women like that and they don't want to pay them what they weigh and then they try to replace them they realize they need seven people to replace them and they could have just paid them what three people were worth you feel me? I mean, it's how it is. It's a lot, you know, jobs like that and all that. And it's I mean, crazy because the more pretty you want to be at work, okay, don't say that, <laughs> but <laughs> the the more you want to just like, you know, just walk into your femininity. What if I want to wear pink pantsuits? What if I want to wear heels? What if I want to wear a suit, shorts or something to work? I don't want to be over-sexualized and not taken seriously, you know? I came to set up wires and because I wore shorts today, now I'm testing champagne in the VIP room and all my co-workers hate me. It's terrible. It, it happens. Is this um, your phone? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> like, you guys see she's wearing TV and the shorts now, but, you know, at the end of the day, like... I hope y'all know I'll be checking him in honor of feminism. <laughs> feminism. I'll be like, stop it right there. Frederick Douglass. Anyways, this is going to be like, <laughs> we're supposed to be comfortable to have conversation in here. Um, it's hot where we're at right now. So like, this is basically her comfortability right now. And you know, for me to go like, I didn't know y'all was going to be able to see my waistline. <laughs> or I would have. It's just hot. I need a CT time sundress. I, I will work on that. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's just how it is. Like certain workforces, you know, women can walk in like this because we're not really paying attention to the fact like how they're walking and things like that. Like if you work for TikTok and you walk in like that, nobody will care because at the end of the day, like they're literally seeing girls completely naked all day. They probably just look at you and be like, uh, another one. <laughs> Do you feel like men need to be desensitized in order to respect a woman in her natural form? The sensitization for a uh, woman like going to walk around naked in public, whatever, they're already desensitized to that. I don't like the way you say it. I just don't like the way he says it. Like, we don't say men walk around naked at the basketball courts together. I mean, but you want to see... Now, let's... See, that sounds terrible. Oh, nasty. Oh, no, no, men are just nasty <laughs> in general. Still, I'm No, we're not making them nasty people just because they're a little naked on all day. And we don't call it naked. But go ahead. Not actually naked. Like, there's women that actually just walk down the street, like, nothing on. No 
you know, shorts, no underwear, nothing, just bare skin. We're not talking crackheads right now, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm talking about protests, walking down the street naked. Like, I'm still saying, you know, we're talking about uh, June. Were you getting naked at the abortion clinic with me? <laughs> what? For sure, why not? We're going to anti-protest the protesters. Okay. <laughs> with our bodies. <laughs> But you know, uh, what what is it? That's the only reason I could see a conscious person just being full blown, she pink booty hole brown naked out here. <laughs> this Friday, I think it's June first, and eventually a lot of people are gonna just literally be marching downtown, butt naked, wearing BDSM clothes, all the other stuff. You know? Are you calling Pride a protest? <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> Look, Pride has a lot of history. Don't come down there. My nipple be free around that time of year See? as well. See? But then it's not naked. There are you men there. be naked at the at the basketball court, like I said, I rubbing against each other all wet and sweaty. Y'all need to take that inside. Bare whole birthday suit. Men, women, like just walking... They're supposed to be celebrating somebody's, you know, something when I said that. sexuality, but instead they're freeing nipples. Whatever. Is okay. So is freeing the actually sexual, or is it actually something that just represents the fact you're a woman? If it's both, that's okay. Mind you, women aren't the only beings on this world to create milk, and I'm not talking trans people either. <laughs> I'm talking men with the right stimulations can create their own breast milk as well. So freeing the nipple, and you're saying that it's not something sexual, da, 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 then if you guys get to walk around freely and y'all make milks if y'all want to, you feel me? Then why can't I? Why am I automatically? Assumed to be rape victim if I let it hang out somewhere. I'm not saying you're a rape victim. I'm just saying, like, we're talking about free the nipple and all that. Well, I'm not asking for anything if I'm just. really declare their breast sexual objects. They're women like, these are just milkers. These are above women. They're just like, it's a I'm just explaining, you know, there's one woman that's like, this is just a part of the female anatomy. There's no woman that's like, this is to feed my baby. And there's another woman that's just like, this is just something that I'm not mad at women who make money off of them being sickos. Girl, put your feet in the camera. The rest of us walk on these stinky things. Go ahead and make your money. Call them whatever you want. Shove hot dogs in the middle of them. I do not care. Like we should not care. They are they are messed up. Make your money, and that doesn't make you any less woman or any less classy or any less feminine because these guys are sickos, and they'll pay to see toes, dirty, stinky toes. I'm not even talking about feet. Though. I'm just talking about everything. I'm talking about actually everything. Yeah, like Every we have like next month. the thing that we kind of both have and stuff. They they like it. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all like do like she probably got like a size double D like. I got probably like a we wear bra for our, um <laughs> for our uh, breast cancer breast cancer month. Key wear bra for us. Men get breast cancer. Men are victims too. They do. Men too. Me too. Men. We're talking about like that's how we're talking about rape culture right here, and I'm just like it's just too easy to like talk about like women getting you know the stuff happening to them. Well, we went down the rabbit hole, and I had everybody imagine a stick. A, a poorly broken off stick and I don't want to talk about it anymore. I mean, there's toys, not, there's I done seen the SVU that involved a candle. I mean, we He deserved it though. I don't know. We literally are still upset <laughs> about the Emma Till situation. You know, that's still part of the rape culture. People just accusing of the R word. Just 
throw that out. Now there are still men that you should just keep away from, like at the Freak Nick, and there's people, women taking pictures with their whole, you know, butthole showing, and guys like spreading their butt cheeks open for the picture. You should stay away from those men who are like, can I touch it? You're completely naked. They're not even saying. When they touch it, they're holding. Okay, so there's a there's a TikToker guy, and he's like a bigger guy. He's light skinned and he walks up to women and he says the literal, "Oh my gosh!" Oh man! Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys have any more questions, concerns, or top comments, please check us out on Spotify, TikTok, Clubhouse, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. Um, please join us next week. We are looking for some guests other than Mr. McCall. Um, just feel free to call in and shout us out. Oh, and stay away from those nasty dudes, please. You got anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> stay away from those nasty dudes. Uh, stay away from those women that you know are probably going to be screaming the R word at you. You know what they, you know, sound like and all that. Please, you stay away from those guys, those girls. No means no. No means no. If you got to run, run. If you got to protect yourself, protect yourself. Peace out, y'all. Stay freaky. It's like, not quit. <laughs>